the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. A reading from Galatians, the fifth chapter. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. O Lord, have mercy on us. In the name of Jesus, amen. As Christians, we must keep in mind that we are not perfectly and wholly renewed. Yes, we are not perfectly and wholly renewed. Now, please do not misunderstand me. Our sin is indeed covered by Jesus. We are forgiven of all of our sins, every single sin forgiven. But this sin still lingers on in us, making us weak. You see, this sin that we have is real. Our sin is no different than the sins of an unbeliever. And so we are never in the place, we are never in this place where we can go on around thinking that we are Christian superheroes, keeping God's law perfectly and fulfilling it completely. See, contrary to what those televangelists say, we are not independently powerful, we do not have greatness within, and we certainly are not strong. The old Adam still clings to us down to the grave. And so we Christians live our lives in great weakness. We live our lives knowing that we still have this sinful nature that actively resists the word of God and fights against the Lord's will for us. We live our lives in great weakness because this old Adam is defiant and hostile towards God. Therefore, it is impossible to live this Christian life without some hindrance. Your old Adam will be an obstacle. Yes, it will be an obstacle, the sort of obstacle that will prevent you from doing what you would. So, if we Christians have this great weakness, how are we to endure? Yes, how are we to endure? How are we to live and walk in this life from the cradle to the grave? 
In other words, we know that this old Adam, with its sins, should daily drown and die in repentance, as we have heard many times from the small catechism. However, is there anything else for us? Is there anything else for us as Christians? My friends, there is. You see, on the one hand, we need to see that old Adam drown and die, but on the other hand, we are called to walk by the Spirit. And in walking by the Spirit, we are told by the Apostle Paul that we will not gratify the desires of that sinful old Adam. So let us pause here for a moment to clarify. As Christians... We are to be led not by our spirit, implying that we are to look within ourselves, but rather we are called to look outside of ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit. Yes, to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's like this. Walking by the Holy Spirit should be understood as nothing more than you and I clinging to Jesus by faith. And in this clinging to Jesus, as weak people, we are led by the Holy Spirit. And when we are led by the Holy Spirit, we are living under the guiding influence of the Holy Spirit who works through the word and sacraments for us. A perfect picture of this, if you will, of being led by the Holy Spirit is when a child puts her hand into the hand of a beloved and trusted father. A little girl knows that she is weak and that she is unable to do much of anything. So she looks away from herself and from her weakness, away from her weakness, and places her hand into Daddy's strong, enduring hand. And there with her father, she is gently led and protected. The same is true for us as Christians. The Holy Spirit, by a gentle and loving grasp, leads baptized Christians into a godly orientation. He does not drive Christians to conformity to rules. The Holy Spirit does not harshly demand obedience, but rather produces fruit as gift, produces love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The Holy Spirit gives us these holy impulses, if you will, Another picture and illustration would be that of a beggar. Yes, a beggar. You see, during the last hours of Martin Luther's life, he wrote a short meditation on a sheet of paper. His brief reflection ended with these words, This is true, we are all beggars. You see, Luther understood that if we consult our conscience, what we will inevitably find is a life in conflict, a life where that old Adam is in tension with the Holy Spirit who is at work in us. In other words, Luther knew within every single Christian, the sinful nature remained, even though it was forgiven in Jesus Christ. Luther knew that every single Christian had sin and was capable of sinning and committing that sin. He knew that the Christian could not freely do what he wanted to do, even though he tried with the sweat and strain of his might. Therefore, Luther said that we are indeed beggars. Dear friends, we are indeed beggars who depend upon the Lord's forgiveness, clinging to the Lord and needing to be led by the Holy Spirit. That is to say, we are not okay on our own. 
We need something more. We need help. Something that is a part of us keeps sabotaging the best of our efforts. We do not have what it takes. We can certainly will it, but we cannot do it. We can decide to do good, but we really do not do it perfectly enough. We set out not to do bad things, but then we end up doing it anyway. We know God's law, and we delight in God's law. However, we cannot keep it perfectly. Something is indeed wrong. The old Adam is what has gone wrong with us. Yes, that old Adam, deep within us. Yes, the old Adam covertly rebels and always tries to take the upper hand with us. And so left to ourselves, nothing helps. And that is why we must turn away from ourselves like a helpless beggar, or like that little girl. We must understand that our hope and our solution does not lie within ourselves, but is outside of ourselves in Christ. So, like a beggar, we look away from our poverty of sin. We look away from our old Adam. We chalk it up as dead. We confess it all as sin. We beat our chest and we say this, I am a sinner and I'm aware of my sin for I have not yet put off my flesh. That is the old Adam to which sin will cling to me as long as I shall live. But I will follow the Holy Spirit rather than that old Adam. That is, by faith and hope, I will take hold of Jesus Christ. I will brace myself with his word, and I will refuse to gratify the desires of that pathetic old Adam. Yes, as beggars, with hands and ears wide open, we receive the proclaimed word of God, knowing that the Holy Spirit is at work in the word to strengthen our faith and lead us through this veil of tears called life. Baptized saints, it also must be stated that being led by the Holy Spirit as a beggar is contrary to the popular religious opinions of our day and age. Our culture, and many well-intentioned but severely misinformed pastors, tell us to look within ourselves for some untapped spiritual potential within. Unfortunately, they encourage the laity to look within themselves for a so-called diamond in the rough. And so Christians turn inward and they rummage through the layers upon layers of sin within themselves, looking for potential and hidden talent within. And then without even knowing it, these poor Christians stumble upon the sinful old Adam dressed up in potential and then being deceived these Christians begin to prop up that old Adam. They dig it out of the trash. They sow to the sinful flesh while all along taking their eyes off of Jesus. Lord, have mercy on them, and Lord, have mercy especially on us. You see, dear friends, our theology, which is the theology of the Bible snatches us away from ourselves. Get that? It snatches us away from ourselves and places us outside of ourselves so that we do not depend on our own strength, our own conscience, our own experiences, or our own works, but depend on that which is outside of us. That is, on the promises and the truth of God, which cannot deceive us. Indeed, our sinful old Adam This sin yields only more sin. Sin upon sin. There's no bottom to it. 
But the one outside of us, Jesus Christ, is the fountainhead of grace and life and truth. Grace upon grace for sinners such as us. And all of this, and in all of this, constantly giving to us through the Holy Spirit, through the word and the sacraments for us, this grace. You see, living by the guidance of the Holy Spirit is hard, and yet at the same time, it is easy. It is hard because we take such pride in our own achievements, in our own self-sufficiency. We do not like to ask God or anyone else for anything. Besides this, old Adam likes the attention. As sinners, we like to be in the driver's seat. Yet it is also easy because our spirituality does not depend on our performance, but on receiving from God himself. And so, dear baptized saints, we live by the Holy Spirit, not to become increasingly self-sufficient, but we follow the Spirit as beggars before God the Father in heaven. Indeed, we are to be beggars because everything about us depends solely on Christ and not ourselves. We live by the Holy Spirit because where the Spirit is present, he actually renews and ignites faith and gives God-pleasing virtues to us. We live by the Holy Spirit because this new man is nothing, this new creation is nothing without the Holy Spirit. We walk by the Holy Spirit, for the Spirit has called us by the gospel, enlightened us with his gifts, sanctified and keeps us in the one true faith, enduring in this life, in this life with this battle with this old Adam, enduring in this life in Jesus Christ until he finally takes us home. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.